Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MYTV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MYTV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MYTV. That's 877-499-MYTV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MYTV. That's 877-499-MYTV. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. You know our show. It's where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be special. Why is that, John? Uh, Well, that's actually we're going to talk to John. uh, John Shea, who is a longtime uh, Bay Area baseball writer. And I say Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, but he does cover the national scene as well. So he's going to give us an overview of the uh, playoffs and the wild cards and maybe some MVP possibilities and rookie of the year possibilities and disappointments and surprises. And we're we're going to have some fun sort of wrapping up the regular season here as it closes uh, into the final few days. Yeah, the the wild card is actually more exciting than the uh, regular season. well, you know, that, teams that are that have already uh, won it because they they yeah. won it by you know seven games nine games you know. Well, look at look at the uh, Chicago Cubs a nineteen game lead over the the St. Louis Cardinals and then uh, in the National League or in the American League the Texas Rangers uh, clinched a, a while back they lead the Seattle Mariners by nine and a half so there's not a lot of drama right now in the uh, in the races but the wild card chases are interesting. Yeah, it'll, it'll see. We'll uh, hopefully come on Cubbies, right? Yes, I'd like to. I'd like to see the Cubs and Red Sox. I've said it before. Yeah. Two, two great baseball cities, two of the best uh, ballparks in America, and two uh, fan bases that just uh, deserve. Well, especially the Cubs, they really deserve it. I mean, the, the Red Sox have had three championships, so you know they're like the Giant fans. They've got their. They're fixed in, and now now they're expecting more. They're greedy for more. Let the let the Cubs win it all this year. Yeah, know? it's actually the the fans, not so much the uh, team itself. Because right. some of these, like Chris Bryant's only been around for yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Let, the, <laughs> let the fans enjoy it. You know, the curse of the belly goat has lasted long enough. That's, that is true. <laughs> all righty. Yeah, too bad Ernie Banks isn't going to yeah, see this. That's a shame. All right. So uh, each commercial break, uh, we're going to have some sports trivia questions. Uh, World Series is going to be oh, our uh, like theme. That. Like, like yeah, that. We'll, yeah, we'll do pretty well on that. Okay. This segment of sports. Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 8%. you got to check them out. doesn't get any more conservative than that. Uh, their website is PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. When we come back, we're going to have baseball sports writer John Shea on uh, the line with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't go anywhere. 
Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who do we have on the phone? Now we got a good friend of ours, John Shea, who is uh, from the Bay Area and has been covering baseball in the Bay Area for, first of all, the Marin uh, Independent Journal, and now for the last, I think it's been almost 20 years, with the San Francisco Chronicle. John Welcome to Sports Econ 101, and uh, you know, as Edward was mentioning in our in our uh, opening, not a lot of drama with the division races, but the wild card chases are, are kind of crazy. Let's let's talk first about the National League with the with the Mets seemingly in the driver's seat for the top spot, but the Giants and Cardinals right there fighting for the number two position. I mean, this is going to get crazy down the weekend, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. These wild card races are bizarre this year. Most years, you look at which team wins the most. This year, it's uh, I think 
which team will lose the least. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? It's crazy because every time St. Louis loses, the Giants can't seem to gain any ground on them. Yeah, it's been like that for the last couple of weeks. But last year you had the Pirates and Cubs. They were the two wild card teams, and they checked in with 98 and 97 wins. Wow. Uh, and this yeah. year, nobody in the National League wild card race will win 90. That's amazing. You know, you know what amazes me also? You know, a mediocre field. And yeah. It seems the Mets have a little bit of a handle on things now. And well, they've hitting. really been one of the best teams in baseball since August 20th when they got healthy with Granderson and and Cespedes um, coming back. But yeah. uh, their rotation is, is, is the pits right now. Everyone's hurt. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because the, the Cardinals and – and Giants are just falling over themselves. Yeah, what's what's going on with the Cardinals? By the way, I mean they they have a very good record on the road. They're fifteen games over five hundred, but at home they the coming into Friday night's game or Thursday night's game as we speak when we're broadcasting this or recording this, thirty four wins, forty three losses. I think that's one of the worst records in baseball on the home field. What's they're, going on? they're usually a pretty good home team. Yes, too. they are. Yeah. What, what is happening there, John? Yeah, St. Louis is supposed to be the mecca of baseball, yeah. the, the place where everybody loves to play, the place that uh, the fans never boo you, always support you, <laughs> and it's just a positive vibe and all that. Maybe too many mosquitoes this year during the uh, summertime. <laughs> they just can't win a game at home, and it's almost as if they'd rather finish second in this thing <laughs> to the Mets so they can play in New York rather than having to play as yeah. bizarre as that sounds. Yeah. But yeah, they have some real issues with base running, defense, uh, you know, the pitching. I mean, it's just not a typical St. Louis team that can beat you in many ways. It's it's a team that last year won 100, and this year is, is losing a lot more games than it's winning in September. And it's just to the wild card. It's going to, you know, they're, they're, they're just going to back in. I mean, Molina has always been the heart and soul of that, but I think you might be – Maybe the end of a line. I mean, he's hitting 300, but he's just not that dynamic uh, overall player that he once was. Who knows? He might lose the, the gold glove for the first time to Buster Posey, who's having a real nice defensive year, though he, he's struggling down the stretch like a lot of Giants are. Well, so, yeah, speaking of, of hitting 300, you know what I, I cracks me up is uh, Daniel Murphy going from uh, the Mets to Washington. And uh, isn't he leading the league? Well, he's 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 up there, and he's been up there. Uh, you know, Lemayhew of the of the Rockies uh, uh, might be a little bit ahead of him, but yeah. Murphy's top two, top three, and definitely in the MVP race. And, and and did they did they get rid of him because of those errors in the World Series? I mean, sometimes they just maybe it's coincidence, but it seems like they just he was the hero in the playoffs, and then he gets to the World Series right. and makes a couple of errors that. You know. Well, a, a they didn't think he would be that kind of player as he was in October over a full season because he never was, and B he was a free agent and the Mets weren't going to pay what Washington was willing to pay. Washington had a hole and gotcha. the Mets figured they could suck it out without without him with a full year of Cespedes and all these other guys and a full year of all that great pitching that they don't have. Yeah, it just seems kind of coincidence that you know literally the guy right after he makes these errors, boom, he gets traded away. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hey Bruce, you remember the uh, the old Charlie Finley days, right? When oh yeah. Oh yeah. Made an error and he was fired on the spot. Yeah. That's right. Mike, Mike <laughs> Andrews made. I think he made three errors in a game, and uh, Charlie literally pulled him off the team, and the the, the players were so upset that they, uh, I guess they, 
stood up for for Mike Andrews and, and got him back on the team and you know sort of in, in a um, move of solidarity. Well, John Shea, who is from the San Francisco Chronicle, covers the Giants. Now I got to ask you about the Giants because they've been the most confounding team, and we here in the Bay Area have seen a lot of them. The first half of the season, they had the best yeah, record in great. baseball, and the second half of the season, they've had the worst record in baseball. I mean, it's not just one thing. I know the bullpen has been struggling and the hitting has been inconsistent, but this is a team that won three World Series in a space of five years, and there are a lot of the same guys that are still around. Why have they struggled so much in the second half here, John? Well, I don't think you can blame the rotation. I mean, they did scuffle out of the break. Uh, if you remember, they got swept by the Padres, and then they went to Boston and New York and didn't fare well there, and it it just uh, rolled into one big, giant uh, a piece of crud here. I mean, they're just, they just never recovered. Just once in the second half have they won as many as three in a row. Mm. And the, the rotation has been good lately, all the way down to Samarja, who's really the fourth guy. Uh, you know, Bumgarner, of course, and Cueto, and, and Matt Moore, who they picked up from Tampa Bay at the, at the trade deadline. Uh, but their offense and the relief core has been pretty pathetic overall. Be honest, uh, you know Posey just a couple of home runs in the second half. Uh, uh, Pence has been up and down, and Panic. Uh, and all these guys who have track records of consistency over you know periods of a long stretch just aren't doing it in the second half. And and the bullpen has really been bad. I mean, record bad. With Casilla, the closer, who has lost his job. Now it seems every night Bruce Bochy goes to a different closer. It seems to be Sergio Romo now, but he hasn't had. Uh, chances in the last couple of days. So, it, you know, who knows? It, it's the weakest bullpen Bochy has ever had down the stretch for a team that could make the playoffs. Uh, I mean, the, the, the Giants were always uh, full of issues. You know, in 2010, they didn't clinch until the final day. 2012, well, they were last in, in the majors and home run. 2014, they were a wild card team, and really at the end they only had Bumgarner and nobody else who could help them on the mound. And all those three teams won it all. So th- this year, there's you know they always say here we go again, but they they're kind of running out of time here. They have a lot of deficiencies, and you know this time for the first time in four even years, uh, you know they might uh, they might not do it this time. Uh, you know I mean the Cubs and all these other teams so much better, and right now they're second in the you know the the three team wild card race with only two spots. And they have four games to go, but who's to say they can even win half of them? Mm. They've not even been a 500 team in the second half. I mean, they've definitely had some injuries, but is there some personal stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't know about? You know, sometimes you know, guys. Behind the scenes. Well, well, you know, guys um, like, you know, having personal problems at home or, you know, financial problems, and somehow, you know, we, we find out I'm about it sure, later on. I'm not sure about that, but mm-hmm. covering both teams here in the Bay Area, the Oakland A's certainly did. You know, they, they had clubhouse fights. You know, Bruce, we can go back to his family again about clubhouse fights. Yeah. But uh, Billy Butler. You know, yeah. Billy Butler and Danny Valencia went at it. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of me, me, I, I guys, kind of number guys you know, on that team. And it doesn't, doesn't have that unity it had back, back uh, you know, in the Giambi years and even when uh, Bob Melvin first took over and kind of united that team with, with, uh, with, with some real good players. He is, you know, just two years ago, they had the best record in baseball for most of the summer and then backed into the... Yeah, well, who who was it? Pete Rose or Steve Garvey who said, don't care about the, the name on the back, it's the name on the front. 
right? Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. He was another one. I think I think a few of these guys one said of those it. Guys. <laughs> one of those guys. Okay, hey, tell you what, guys. I, I, I think with the A's, I don't, I don't think there's any dissension. I mean, you know, there are some issues. I mean, if you want to nitpick, you know, they have a third base, Roberto Kelly, who hadn't had a lot of experience, who, who, who you know, who I, I'm guessing could easily be replaced. Uh, you know, they have um, a lot of older guys in the bullpen who easily could be replaced. You're talking about the they Giants, right? Build that bullpen, yeah. right? Um, hey, hey, John, stay. Have to find a left fielder with power. John, stay with us for a minute. We have to cut to a com- quick commercial break here. All right, so here's our first trivia question, John. If you know the answer, don't say anything yet. We'll let you answer when you come back. We're talking World Series now. What pitcher holds the record for pitching 14 innings in one World Series game? All right. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 is going to be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure. 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Well, welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our first trivia question. What pitcher holds the record for pitching 14 innings in one World Series game? You know, I... I think it had to happen before my time, but I'm not yep. sure. Yes, John, it did. Okay, John, you want to venture a guess on that one? Because I'm, I'm stumped. I'm, I'm thinking maybe a guy like a Bob Feller or a Christy Mathewson. But well, in, happened, in between those two. Okay. It, it must have been Babe Ruth. Yes, huh? it Babe? was Babe Ruth. Oh, oh, you oh, I, very good. Very good, John. <laughs> well, there, you, there was only one pitcher between Bob Feller and Christy <laughs> Mathewson. Yeah. Is, is that, was that just a guess, or did you did you know that one? I didn't know that one. I guessed on that one. Ah, well, you know, people forget that Babe Ruth was a terrific pitcher with the old yeah. Boston Red Sox before he went to the Yankees. As a matter of fact, I believe he won 20 games a couple of times. But anyway, we're talking yeah, to John. He World Series records, uh, you know, great ERAs. Yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's amazing what he could have done if yeah. uh, he stuck with it. The voice of John Shea, who is joining us, a longtime uh, sports writer and columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle, and we were talking about the – Wild card chases, and in the American League, it's kind of interesting too because Toronto, again, like the Mets in the National League, they've got the upper hand, they got that great hitting. But Baltimore and Detroit, uh, and even the Seattle Mariners, who are kind of on the fringe, Baltimore and Detroit fighting for that for that number two spot. It looks like the Birds have a little bit of an edge. But how do you see that one shaping out, John? The American League wild card. Yeah, it's it's. You, you asked a month ago, or, or a little bit more, and you, you thought Baltimore was going to win that division, and. Uh, Suddenly, Boston streaks out and, and takes over in the American League East. And um, you know, I, I thought I thought Toronto would be a little better than this, uh, and, and, and Seattle kind of a kind of a long shot. But um, I, I, you know, it's got to be. Uh, you know, I, I assume Toronto's going to get one spot. And you know, I, you know, Baltimore was nobody expected to do what they did, and the, the reason they did what they did was. Uh, you know, they just did a whole bunch of home runs. They have a great rotation. They had a great bullpen. But the fact that uh, their five starters didn't you know, come in day in, day out, and, uh, you know, do the job was was the, maybe the reason for their demise. So, hey, you know what? The second spot, it could go to Detroit uh, um, or Baltimore, I think. But uh, it seems Toronto might be that first. You know, in, in the National League wild card, I mean, it, it, it's, it's like it doesn't even matter who, who gets because – They'll be so taxed, uh, yeah. and the Cubs are so well rested, and it's just, this might be a real lopsided series. Did you see the Cubs having this kind of a season, though, John? I mean, the Cubs last year had a very good year, but uh, I mean, they've been from the get-go just a dominant team. They had one little period, I think, of about a couple of weeks mid-season where they struggled, but since then, I mean, 101 and 57 as we speak, and they're on pace to win about 104 games, as good a season as anybody has had in recent yeah, years. Yeah, we've been we've been picking them since 1945, though, <laughs> to do this kind of this well. Role. They're long overdue, but I mean, did you see this coming, John? I mean, you well, think- like like I said, I mean, they they did win 97 games last year, yeah. and then they had Lester and you know, Zobris, a very valuable, versatile player. He's taken over second base. Don Lackey. I mean, the rotation. You know, you could have two or three Cy Young candidates in that rotation, and then at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, they made the deal with with the Yankees. Uh, you know, picked up the closer, and and uh, I mean, they have no weaknesses, and yeah. and they'll only defeat themselves. If they... Boy, the record at home is amazing too, isn't it? Uh, Fifty-seven and twenty-four at home, and 
We saw a recent series with the Giants. The Giants played them very tough, by the way, won three out of the seven and could have easily won the fourth one had they not blown the uh, lead in the ninth or tenth inning. But the Cubs just seem to have the magic going at home, and it reminds me very much, you remember 1993, John, when the San Francisco Giants, under first-year rookie manager Dusty Baker, won 103 games in the regular season and were just dominant at home. And I'm just wondering if, they, if they're going to be able to carry this over into the postseason because it's not how you're playing in the, the uh, you know, it's, if you have a great season, that's fine during the regular season, but it's how you're, you know, you get hot during the playoffs. As you said, the Giants were not the best team in those years that they won the championships, uh, 2010, 12, and 14, but they got hot at the right time. So maybe the Cubs will continue this. I don't know. Yeah, and we, we've seen it both ways. You, you remember the great Larusa teams in Oakland where, you know, sometimes they had that extra rest and they didn't look so good, and sometimes they had the extra rest and they looked great. Uh, sometimes it came down to the wire, and and if you remember, you know the Giants got to the World Series twice by virtue of a wild card. So sometimes it's the hottest team, not the best team. Uh, in fact, it often is the hottest team and not the best team. It's rare that the team with the best record in baseball actually does win at all. And you know, the the Cubs, uh, hey, what a marvelous story it would be. Uh, you know, this, hey, the year that Vince Scully, uh, you know. Uh, Signs off for the final time, and the Cubs win a World Series. <laughs> Who could have thought of that? Yeah, that's a nice story. And by the way, Vince Scully will broadcast his final game in San Francisco, and it's an interesting little sidelight to this. He grew up a Giants fan because he kind of felt sorry for the Giants back in the 1930s, and he was a big fan of Millot. So it's kind of fitting, isn't it, John, that he's doing a Giant-Dodger game, and I guess um, both the local uh, San Francisco TV and radio outlets are going to have him on the air for a full inning, sort of as a tribute to, to Vince Scully. Yeah, the radio station and the local regional outlet, uh, third inning, all Vinny all the time. But uh, you know what? I prefer nine innings of me, so, I, uh, yeah. so I've been going that route lately. Uh, you're right about growing up a Giant fan. It was October 2nd, 1936, when he was an eight-year-old kid. Remember that story he tells so eloquently that he kind of got hooked because he saw uh, you know, in front of a storefront, uh, the, the score of that day's World Series game, and the Yankees blasted the Giants 18 to four. Young Vinny felt sorry for the Giants and befriended them and took them in and supported them. And he, you know, he didn't live that far from the Polo Grounds. He, you know, 80 years later to the date, October 2nd, 2016, he'll call his last game, and wow. it'll be a Giants game. Wow! Hey, can you imagine being for 67 years? I know that, that that's, that's scary. Just, I mean, his is. first year broadcasting was the year I was born. <laughs> I mean, that's what scares me. <laughs> My gosh! It's, well, he's uh, good. He's still great. And the yeah. great thing about Vinny is he's got no color guy, no fellas no, next true. to him, no, no analyst. I mean, who would it be? It was some guy who said, "Hey, I played in the '80s. Let me tell you how it is, Vinny." No, you know, Vinny Vinny covered Jackie Robinson, Pee Wee Reese. Uh, you know, the integration of baseball. He started in 1950. And, you know, in Brooklyn, moved to Los Angeles. He's seen it all. He doesn't need anybody to tell him that, hey, I played the game and this is how it is. It's, it's just great listening to Vinny all nine innings with no interruptions from anyone else. You know, nobody, you know, sponsoring some bobblehead giveaway tomorrow. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, no corny fan show. Well, they have yeah. a few, but not many. Well, I was reading that and the first. Uh, it's great listening to him, mm. nine innings and nothing else. I was, I was reading that the first game that he broadcast was was a spring training, 
And the coach of the other team was Connie Mack, who was born during the Civil War. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, the thing I like about Vinny, too, and John, I'm sure you've talked to him many times because you've covered so many games. And, and we've gotten to know him slightly. His daughter actually worked at the radio station where I worked for many years in San Francisco. And, and Vinny is amazing, even in his, in his later years. And he's going to turn 89 uh, later this year. He remembers everybody's name. Mm-hmm. And, and he's so gracious and such a gentleman. Um, there's no pretension to this guy. Uh, and, and people also f- seem to forget he was a great national announcer for the NFL and for golf. So for Vince Scully to get the recognition that he got with the uh, Congress, actually, I guess they, they gave him a little, um, a little notice the other day in the uh, U.S. Congress. I, it's well-deserved. I mean, it really is. Yeah, and, you know, we had a conference call with writers and Vinny last week. It went about an hour long. Wow. And, you know, there's 20, 25 guys uh, asking questions and, for whatever reason, I was picked to ask the first question. So the guy gets on and said, first question, John Shea, San Francisco Chronicle. And I immediately congratulate Benny on a wonderful career and so and so. And you know what he says? He says, he says oh, John, bless your heart. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> this guy just told me yeah. it's nice to hear my voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with this picture? That, well, that's but, the guy. That's the yeah, way he, he is. Yeah. He goes back to hey, he remembers everybody. He does. You know, the yeah. the people in the elevator, the people who park his car, and that's what makes him a favorite. Or, you know, an all-time favorite. And apparently, he does, there's no other side to him. That's yeah. what you see is yeah. what you get. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's amazing well, he, to- he, he, when he pays his bills over the phone. He, like that. <laughs> you know, the, the thing that always amazes me about uh, going to a Dodger game too it in LA, and you've been to plenty of them, and so have I over the years, a giant Dodger game, is that when you go out into the stands and out into the concessionaries, you hear his voice on the in house PA because the fans that can't see the game, whether they're standing in line oh, yeah. for the popcorn yeah. or the the you know the peanuts or the uh, the hot dogs they want to know what's going on and there's Vin Scully's voice you know announcing loud and clear it's just uh, yeah and the story that Vinny tells about the evolution of the transistor radio that kind of became popular in the fifties you know you you know just shortly before the Dodgers moved to L A and by the time you know he was there it it it, it was like an education to fans who might not have known who these Dodgers were from Brooklyn. Obviously, they knew the stars, but who were these other guys? It's not like they had the names on the back of their jerseys. And he said the voice could just be heard throughout Dodger Stadium because every other fan had a transistor radio he or she was listening to. Mm. And that sort of evolutionized the sport in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, there was nothing better in the 50s, 60s, and even into the 70s. Uh, you know, the backyard barbecues and the transistor radio listening to the ball game and then he's voice was, was such a big part of all of that. And, of course, Vin Scully at that time and Jerry Doggett, his sidekick, were really the only way a lot of people kept up with the games because the Giants and Dodgers, and I'm not sure about the other teams, only carried up until the mid-1960s, and this is about 66, only carried about nine games on television, and they were usually yeah. when the Giants were playing in L.A. or the Dodgers playing up here. I mean, that was yeah. – so you had to keep up with it on the radio. Well. Yeah, and I, I remember as a kid uh, they had a real powerful station in Los Angeles, KFI. Yeah. And late at night you could, uh, you know, say the Dodgers, the Dodgers would play a night game, the Giants would play a day game. You know, late 60s the Giants would always finish second five straight years. You know, they were the wild card team before the wild card. They were second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, John, stay with us one more time. We're going to go a quick commercial break. So World Series we're talking here. What do Gene Tennis and Andrew Jones have in common? All right? Okay. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. 
How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest selection of music here on earth at guitarcenter.com. There's always a sprinkle of mystery and magic when we consider the man, woman, girl, or boy behind a song. Join me over at focusonrock.com, where we look at the girl behind the inspiration for Harry Chapin's 1972 hit, Taxi. Who was Sue in the taxi? How did they meet? And why did she inspire such beautiful creativity in the late, great Harry Chapin? Whether you're creating new music, recording, or performing live, Guitar Center has the gear you need to bring out your best. And going on now, you can save up to 30% on select gear during our singer-songwriter event. Get a Martin X-Series acoustic electric guitar for just $5.99, a Latin percussion cajon for $79, or a pair of AKG K52 headphones for just $29. Don't miss your chance to save on everything you need to write, record, and perform. Guitar Center's singer-songwriter event is going on now, in-store and online. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101 one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. And here is our trivia question. What do Gene Tennis and Andrew Jones have in common? I have, I have an idea about that, but I'm going to let John... Take a, a guess at it first, John Shea, our guest. Well, I, uh, my only guess would have to do with youth. Would have to do with what? Youth. I youth. Mean, <laughs> such a young. I mean, this was a little older. Uh, okay, uh, so oh, this is three home runs. Uh, three home runs in a game. Home runs. You're close. Games. You're very, you're very, very close. Okay, so M- this MVPs is, in the World nope. Series. It wasn't obviously three home runs. Okay. No, it wasn't three owns. Okay, so uh, four home runs in the World Series. No, yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is Gene Tennis in 1972 yeah, and yeah. Andrew Jones in 1996. Four. Well, I know Gene Tennis had four in the 72 World Series and was the MVP when the A's beat uh, the 
Cincinnati Reds, but I uh, 1990. Did you? Say yeah, I mean, you guys are really close, so I'll okay. just give it to you. Okay? okay, they both hit home runs in their first two consecutive at bats. Wow. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, Gene Tennis. Interesting. He was kind of a journeyman player uh, in '72, and that World Series, he had such a great series, and he actually came on after that and had two or three really good years and signed a free agent contract with San Diego and had a pretty good career. Yeah. So that sort of jump-started his career. Well, John Shea is joining us. And, John, we haven't talked about MVPs this year because uh, that's an interesting topic. Um, one guy who intrigues me, and I know he's not going to get the MVP just because he's playing for a mediocre team, is this Nolan Arenado of Colorado who is putting up some great numbers. Um, I'm looking at the at the home run numbers and, and also the RBIs, and he's right up there among the leaders, but the guy in the American League that always is fun to watch is uh, Mike Trout down with the Angels, another bad team. So I, I would think it's not going to be either one of those guys because they're both playing for mediocre or bad teams. Any get, venture a guess as to who might be the MVP uh, candidate in either league? You know, there, there's such a philosophical debate about all of this, and you give it to Trout every year because he's the best player every year. Well, if that were the case back in the day, Mays would have 15 of these, right? Um, but he only he only won two, yeah. which was kind of ridiculous. But Trout having another great year on a team that's doing nothing, and the same thing with Arnado in the National League. Now, I, I guess I'm more traditionalist. I mean, if you want to have a player of the year, you want to have a separate, you know, best hitter, best overall player, you know, that's fine. But most valuable to a, a team that you know was on the verge of getting to the playoffs or got to the playoffs is kind of the way I measure it, and, you know, I prefer a Chris Bryant with the, with the Cubs and in, on the because it's, it's you know, I mean, Andre Dawson, there are some players who won the award on bad teams, uh, but maybe it's in a year that maybe there wasn't anybody outstanding that could have won it otherwise. But I think when you have a, a Chris Bryant having a, just a wonderful overall season for a great team like Chicago, uh, I, I would suggest, you know, I, I, I was leaning toward Jose Altuve. You know, and then we got to September, and Houston took a dive. Altuve, not as good, but maybe Mookie Betts with mm-hmm. Austin. Uh, you know, uh, great team, you know, fabulous player. You know, David Ortiz, real good season as well. But I, I think I kind of favor those guys rather than just the number guys. You know, I, I like your philosophy because I kind of think the same thing. It's like when you say most valuable player, you know, the the – you have to do something for your team that gets your team to the next level. If you always stay in the cellar, it doesn't matter how good you are. You know, again, like you say, player of the year, I could see that being two different uh, awards. Yeah, so maybe the MVP is more of a team award because your yeah, team has to be good exactly. for you to win the thing, right? Yeah, another guy who really intrigues me, and you mentioned his name, uh, David Ortiz. There was a great uh, piece in SI Sports Illustrated recently about him, and he, he's 40 years old. He's hitting three sixteen and they were asking him, you know, why are you leaving now when you're still putting up the great numbers? And he said, well, it's time. I'm I'm kind of uh, at that point where I'm tired of traveling. He certainly made enough money. But uh, David Ortiz, you know, greatest designated hitter of all time in your mind, John? Hmm. Well, uh, I guess, you know, was Frank Thomas a designated hitter? Yeah. Uh, you know, you talk about the Hall of Famers. Um, yeah. Did Ricky Henderson? Have to say, you know, Edgar yeah. Martinez, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But Ortiz, in terms of what he's done for this particular market and the three World Series and the, the postseason clutch hitting and yes he's a DH and you kind of have to do a whole bunch more than any other hitter because it's not a position it's, it's just uh, you know four pinch hits a, a day 
So I, I, I look at it as you've really got to outdo the competition. I think he has to, to make himself uh, Hall of Fame worthy. Mm. Yeah, it's been a fun time for the Red Sox, too. You mentioned how they have come on really strong in the second half, and, and we talked about it earlier, you know, Boston versus the Cubs in the World Series. Now, yeah, wouldn't that be perfect? Yeah. I mean, would you know, Ortiz is is uh, retiring with a team that goes to the World Series again, and the Cubs finally get in there after 71 years. I mean, I think baseball fans who are real hardcore fans would love to see this matchup. Yeah, it's almost too much to bear, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like someone paid in. them to do that. You know? <laughs> get in. You know, but, but when you have Boston and the Cubs, yeah. it wouldn't be as dramatic if, if Boston still had this drought going on. You know, we in San Francisco know about droughts. You know, yeah. Nothing was won in San Francisco uh, at all until 2010, and all the Hall of Famers they had in the 60s, it didn't matter because there were so many other great And I had to go back to New York, uh, you know, since the last time they actually won one. And uh, the Cubs, you know, more than 100 years from from there, you know, the White Sox won one in 05, uh, and that was rare, but this would even be bigger. Last time I was in Chicago was when I covered the early September Giants-Cubs series at Wrigley and just walking around town every day uh, Michigan Avenue I, I didn't see any White Sox here and the White Sox had a pretty good start to this season it was all Cubs that town is just really Cubs crazy right now and they there are no seats available and that ticket is not going to be cheap for that World Series Boy, that, that's at least yeah. and another don't, city don't forget Cleveland I, I was going to say yeah. two that's cities actually two, yeah. Cleveland Cleveland's having a great year and the Washington Nationals. The Washington has not had a team in a World Series since nineteen twenty, no, nineteen thirty-three. Yeah. So, I mean, Dusty Baker has got a great chance at getting there, and so do do the Cleveland Indians, who have sort of been under the radar this year, even in their own yeah. city. They don't get sellout crowds. Uh, has Cleveland been, in your mind, one of the bigger surprises in baseball this oh, year? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, you look at that division. You always think about Detroit and Kansas City coming off the two World Series. But uh, you know, Cleveland has you know really put it together nicely. Well, don't forget and, the Cavs you know, were big. The big. Don't forget who. The, don't forget the Cavs were you know kind of taking Cleveland by uh, storm. Well, and, and, the, Indi- and the Indians have picked it up. City of champions. Yeah, yeah it's becoming a city of champions, and Cleveland sort of you know they call it the mistake by the lake, but it's kind of nice for those uh, long-suffering fans. <laughs> I mean, uh, this may be the year that they they squeeze in there. They're they're kind of a, a dark horse team, I would think, in the American League, though with. Uh, with Boston and Texas is having a great year too, so yeah. Cleveland's going to have a tough time, don't you think, John? Yeah, and you know Cleveland uh, right now would play Boston in a division series, and Boston has just everything going for it. Um, and they might even pick up. I think they're a game up on Cleveland right now, so they could. They think if they start that thing at home, that would put Cleveland at a disadvantage. And Texas, of all teams, has the best record in the league right now, which is kind of surprising. I thought Houston was going to run away with this. One of those two Texas yeah. teams, but Houston's been a real disappointment, and the Angels struggling again. Seattle's making a run in this wild card race. They've sort of come out of nowhere. Uh, they were really picked to be a second division team. So, I mean, there, there are few surprises uh, overall because you, you knew the Dodgers and the Cubs, Washington, all division winners were going to be there. And you knew Texas was going to be in the race, and and but Cleveland is really the the one team maybe that uh, just didn't imagine. But on the other end, didn't we all think Arizona was going to be this big, glamorous, dynamic team with Zach Greinke and Shelby Miller? Mm-hmm. And, it's true. Uh, and and it, it just 
there, there, that's probably the biggest disappointment of the 2016 season. Well, it'll depend also what, what, it, what it also depends what happens to the Dodgers because they, they their payroll is how big. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they always seem to like get there and then fall at the, at the last minute. Yeah, last time the Dodgers were in a World Series was 1988. So I guess, John, if uh, if the Dodgers are going to do anything this year, uh, you know, this, I mean, this is the time to do it. They've been playing great baseball down the stretch. They they seem to have relatively good pitching, and the hitting has been has been awesome. Uh, you know, these last couple of months. And and Kershaw is back, and that's a huge difference. I mean, he was running away with the Cy Young Award, then he got hurt. He's on the 60 day DL, but now he's back. And they got Rich Hill from Oakland at the trade deadline, and Maeda. I mean, they're for, for a team that had no ro- rotation for the longest time. They're they're pretty set for the postseason, and their offense has really come alive. It started hitting once Kershaw came out in midseason, and their bullpen obviously is tough. So I, I think I think it, you know, the Cubs the Cubs not going to walk away in this postseason. There are some teams that could upset them pretty easily. Dodgers have everything going for them, and Dave Roberts as a rookie manager has done a real nice job, especially with Puig, bringing him in and kind of uh, backing him off and making making it uh, more business-like for him instead of just his personal playground where he can you know, come and leave when he chooses. Uh, you know, I think he's a lot more mature, and, and as we saw in that Giants series recently, Puig can kind of take over a gamer. I know, I know one person in this world who is really rooting for Chicago, and that's Steve Bartman. Oh, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> wherever, he's, wherever he's hiding out. He maybe maybe he'll get forgiven, forgiven yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a great that's a great story though. That uh, that two thousand not a great story for the Cubs fans, but it just is. We've talked about it still. So here we are, thirteen years later, and Dusty Baker doesn't like to talk about. No, that of at course all. not. W- no. W- wouldn't it be something if uh, Dusty Baker met the Cubs in the NLCS, beat the Cubs? Uh, you know, he was the manager of that Bartman game in Chicago, and he's one manager with with Hall of Fame potential, but just no no World Series victory. He's real close to no two. Yeah, uh, you know, leading Game Six in Anaheim. And Please, that's be, still bad memories for me. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, you know, of course, he was that manager in '93 when the Giants won 103 games, then a second, and that was two years before Florida. they got in the wild card. Yeah. So he didn't get a chance there either. Yeah, he, and of course, now in Washington, he's had some good teams. The Giants knocked him out in in 2014 in the divisional series, and as you mentioned. You know, with the Cubs, I mean, they had some great teams that he that he managed there, but they couldn't get it done either. So Dusty's one of those guys. I think he needs to get a World Series championship before he retires to, to ensure a possible Hall of Fame uh, spot because he's managed for 20 years, and he has some pretty good numbers uh, in, in terms of one, wins and losses. Yeah, and, you know, he's approaching the 2,000 win barrier, and everybody with 2,000 wins is pretty much in the Hall of Fame. He's not, you know, close as in this year or next year. Uh, you know, Bruce Bochy is, um, but I think that one of the reasons Baker came back, I think, is to, you know, perhaps uh, check off that final box. And and Bochy's job's not in quite in uh, jeopardy, is it? Bruce? Yeah, Bruce Bochy's job is not going to be in jeopardy because of... no, you know, he signed for a few more years. Uh, he's, you know, when you. <laughs> It, it, it doesn't matter how bad he or the team did this year. There's, I mean, you look at World Series managers, there's a shelf life. They don't get rid of them right away, even two or three years out, yeah. because of what they meant you know, to the city at that time. And he's such a cool character. Uh, I, I think he'll make a couple of coaching changes. That should help him. He's had some health issues with his heart, including in this season. Oh, yeah. But I think that 
he's committed to living out his contract, and that's a couple more years after this. So, uh, what through eighteen or nineteen? Okay. And uh, you know that'll that'll put him well over two thousand wins, three World Series titles. I mean, he's a clinch uh, to get to the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Even if he retired right now, I think he would. That's it. Hey, John, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We're going to cut to our uh, last commercial break here. And by the way. Uh, don't forget Ken Phelps for designated hitter or Rusty Staub or maybe even Jose Canseco. All right. Uh, here's our last trivia question. Thanks so much, John, for joining us, by really the way. Really appreciate really it. Really appreciate it. All right. Okay. So John Shea, the San Francisco Chronicle, our special guest. And what's our, what's our last trivia question? Okay, last trivia question is, what player went to the plate 31 consecutive times without even one World Series hit? And this is actually wow. going over two years. All right. All right. Fairly, re- fairly recent? Not really. Okay. Okay. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be back with some closing comments. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Again, John Shea had to leave us, but uh, we really appreciate him joining us. Good man. All right, here was our question. What player went to the plate 31 consecutive times without even one World Series hit? Wow. I, you know, I'm stumped. And he had to go, he had uh, 12 um, plate appearances in one World Series. Okay. And then the next year, he went 19 more at bats. Can you give me the years? 1934, 1935. Wow, it had to be somebody of the Yankees then. Uh, no, but it was an American League team. Okay. Tigers? Yes. Okay. Uh God. I don't know this guy. Charlie Geringer? No. No, the him I know. Yeah. Marv Owen. Oh, Marv Owen. Yeah, no, yeah. I've heard of Marv Owen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, decent player. Uh, just had a slump for some reason in the World Series. That's not the time to have a slump. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, they, they did. I believe they won one of those World Series and lost one. That, that, that was about the same era as the St. Louis Cardinals Gas House game. The with, Gas House, yeah. With the Dean brothers. That's D- it. Dizzy and Dizzy Daffy. Daffy. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love the name Daffy. And... and, and um, who was the guy? Joe Medwick, I think, was one of their infielders. Yeah, yeah they had a, they had quite a bunch of characters. Ducky, Leo, Ducky, yeah, Ducky Medwick, and, and Leo DeRocher. Oh, it. that's right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So here's our thoughts for the day. Casey Stengel, and this is out of a, uh, in my opinion, out of a Yogi Berra book, <laughs> said, "The team has come along slow, but fast." Mm. <laughs> Whatever that, makes, that means. Whatever that means. And Joe Garagiola had said, ha- had said. Baseball is drama with an endless run and an ever-changing cast. Mm, okay. I thought that was pretty poignant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So good, good to, guy, by the way, Joe Garagio. Yeah, he just passed this. Just this, this last, last year. year yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to know him slightly. He worked with Arizona for a while, and it, it was always fun to sit down and talk baseball with him. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. Seems like a good guy. Yeah. All right. So tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be giving away some more uh, well, actually, we stopped giving away those vacations because they were the lighthouse was getting inundated. <laughs> and so they said, you know what? We have to back off. Can that. I get a vacation there? Well, you can. Sure. <laughs> why not? But we okay. will be answering. We'll, we still will be asking more trivia questions, uh, sports trivia questions. There you and, go. You know, maybe people can still email into Edward at Sports Econ 101. So thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. <laughs>